0: Hey, Jack, what time is the game this weekend? Oh, I don't know. I don't have a watch. You don't, you say? I don't. I know where you can get one. That is at LaTerrain.com. They have some of the best watches out there. Really? Yeah. And if you put O-T-O-P in the discount code, you can get 10% off. 10%? Yeah. For a watch? Exactly. That's a lot of dough. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. That's LaTerrain.com. This is a bandit radio production. On a special episode of One Team, One Podcast, we have an LSU basketball preview where we will look at the LSU basketball roster along with the schedule for the 2020 Tigers and the American gangster, Will Wade. Showed you what the goat was last year when yeah. we beat y'all 50 to seven.
1: Let's go. One team. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. Team. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. Yeah. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah.
0: Welcome back, guys, to One Team, One Podcast. And this is a LSU basketball preview. Mm-hmm. Jack, weird, are it 46. Well, is it 46 or is this just like a special episode? It's episode 46. 46. So That's is there Zach an LSU Roosevelt. basketball 46 that you no. know
1: of? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron Anthony. Vaughn. Cameron Vaughn, yeah. Tayshon Bowers. Yeah. Uh, right. Did I say his name right? Um, Zach Von Rosenberg. I said Zach Von Rosenberg. You did not? Yes, I did. That was the first thing I said. Um, uh, Well, let's move on. Let's move on. Our listeners heard it. To the
0: LSU basketball. Sure. I'm super excited about basketball. Um, uh, This is is the year to be excited about basketball since uh, LSU football is not doing so hot. Uh, But LSU basketball, uh, what are we preseason ranked? 20? We're not ranked. I thought we were like 23. 26. Oh, 20, um, 26. Okay, so right on so the outside. We're,
1: we're the la- first team out of the top 25. Hmm.
0: So. And I've seen a couple of teams uh, ranked this year so far yeah. um, that I think LSU is probably going to be better than. Um, I,
1: I, I tend to agree. Uh, dude, preseason rankings mean nothing well, in most sports, but especially basketball.
0: Well, and there's, there is some um, reasons why we're not ranked, even though we probably are talented enough to be ranked, mm. and that it would be uh, like. Will Wade. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't like Will Wade, no. and he's on the bad list, mm-hmm. especially for a lot of writers. Uh, but, I mean, I'm watching today. Um, I know Auburn's been in trouble, and they, um, they've imposed their own sanctions. I watched uh, Oklahoma State today. Uh, they've had sanctions, and they they have a postseason ban. Um, and then also, by the way, they just landed the number one player in the country who's a freshman this year. Um, then I'm watching Memphis, who I know mm-hmm. is doing all kinds of stuff, landing players left and yeah. right. Um,
1: had two guys starting today that we were really trying to get with uh, Cisse C- and, and Quinones.
0: Okay. Um, Quinones I, looks good, too. And Cise looked a little raw. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but
1: I mean, yeah, he was supposed to be a senior in high school this year. So
0: I saw Cade Cunningham for uh, Oklahoma State, who looked very good. Um, but coming off s- any of that one, coming off sanction, he's supposed to be the number one player in the draft coming out. Mm. Um, oh, that's right. But coming off I sanctions, where where th- their assistant coach was in all kinds of trouble. He was part of the FBI probe and everything. Mm-hmm. They get busted, and then. They land the number one player. (laughs) It's such a joke, man.
1: Yeah, no, we stopped. We stopped. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we're done. That guy's gone. Look,
0: uh, That guy's long gone.
1: We gave ourselves sanctions.
0: (laughs) We're good. Right. We're
1: good. We learned our lesson.
0: Uh, You don't think Bruce Pearl's, I mean, they're still getting tons of guys.
1: (laughs) No, we got these guys fair and square. We followed the rules.
0: So, and and we've said it from a long time now, the only mistake that Will Wade made was he got caught on tape and he didn't have a fall guy. Right. You got to have a fall guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the roster a little bit because I know we've done that somewhat, but I want to talk about it a little bit more in depth today for the preview, and then we'll talk about the schedule coming up. Yeah. Uh, because that just got released as well. So yeah. Um, so what are we thinking about for a? We've gone round and round on like a starting lineup, but I know they're so deep, man. Yeah. It's like the the deepest team that I've ever seen for LSU basketball, and it just. Dude, they're just loaded, man.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, it's how many guys we got I'm just counting five, one, two,
0: three, four, five, six, eight, seven, eight, nine, I got thirteen. Ten, 11, 12, 13, and then two um like two walk ons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But you got thirteen legit players. Thirteen guys,
1: I think, are all gonna like Fight for playing time. Yeah, like I, think he, playing time. I
0: think the guys that wouldn't necessarily fight for it would be guys like maybe Josh Gray if he's super raw, but he's a big guy. I, Dude, can, I can't see him not playing. The more I th-
1: I've, I've heard about Josh Gray, I, I think he actually could play this year. So then guys
0: day. like Andre Hyatt, who we've heard right. is having a, a great
1: – Who could start? He might be a starter tomorrow. I don't know, man. I can't see how that could happen.
0: If if that big happens. reason he would
1: be a starter tomorrow is because Josh LeBlanc is not going to play until December. But he hadn't got cleared yet. He, they, I, he they, will they be cleared. They said that he's going to be good for good to play after this semester. That's ridiculous. I completely go- It makes no sense that he's not eligible yet, but Sharif is. Because yeah, he, he was got there here, all year. He got here way before Sharif did.
0: Uh so then there's Moani Wilkinson, uh, who from all I've heard is just a high flyer. You gotta have him on yeah, the court. Like just like everybody you, you, you've
1: been saying the Marlon Taro. Taylor Clark. Yes,
0: right. Everybody else, I don't know how you don't. I, I mean, they're all going to get playing time. Eric Gaines. Um, I, I'm hearing he's a super good defender. Uh, Sharif O'Neal is a big body. He's going to be playing. Yeah. Um. And then everybody else is just they're automatic. Eric playing Gaines time. was
1: uh, the player of the week just a couple a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Like, and how how big
0: is that player of the week thing? Like I don't know. But is it just show, a hype
1: train? But they show the highlights of the guy from that week of practice, and they're all. I mean, dude. Like Eric Gaines looks like another one of those, um, like Colin Sexton, yeah, Darren yeah. Fox. Well, that's just because of his Ky- hair. Kyra Lewis that we just got. No, well, it's because they're all those. <laughs> I mean, come on, uh, it's it like they're all those like skinnier, like super athletic guards mm-hmm. that are like you know they all have they're all super athletic.
0: I, I, I look. I even they, like they
1: run the floor real th- well. This I think is, that's kind of what he is.
0: This is going in depth on a roster here, but. Um, man, I even like your 14th guy, Parker Edwards. He can come out and, and drain oh, yeah. a three, bro. Yeah, bro. Like Dude, that was,
1: were you at that game? Yes. You were? Yeah. That was a fun, that was, that was probably the most fun I had in the PMAC. But
0: I even like that. At the time. You, you even got a guy who's got some experience mm-hmm. on your bench who can come out and he could drain a three for you if you, if that's what you need. Right. I mean, like, um, it's
1: no different we, to me than like, uh, Marshall Graves. Uh, better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't come know about on! Better, but it's the same kind of thing. He's never going to play. It's kind of irrelevant. Yeah, but
0: I love this lineup. Yeah,
1: it's great. It's great. So the, the big thing, the big question is going to be who is the like star guy? I mean, and I think cool. that's the next thing to talk about because obviously it's deep. Uh, but who who's going to be like? Is there anyone on this that's going to be like potential like SEC Player of the Year type of guy? Hmm. Uh, and I think there's a few guys that could be that good. Uh, Cam Thomas to start. Yeah, Cam Thomas, star.
0: I mean, that's the guy we really haven't seen, obviously, right. because he's a freshman, but um, from all accounts, he's i mean, he's a, a must-start-right-away guy. Um, yeah. But then, so from guys that were on the roster, uh, to, to me, Trendon Watford would be the guy.
1: Trendon Watford could, if with a good enough year, could be a lottery pick.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: If, if he improves on defense, I don't see how he wouldn't be a lottery pick. <laughs>
0: and, and really... With Trenton Watford, it's not just improving on defense, but I think now having help with a big underneath on a lot of of times that he could be on the court, um, I think that would help out a lot for Trenton Watford. Just know that he's not going to be the guy just letting somebody go right to the rim. There could be another guy there that has his back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, Brian Penn Johnson and Josh Gray. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's a good point. He's not going to have to guard fives. Right? Although he didn't really,
0: he didn't really guard fives, but he really didn't. Yeah, there we was nobody kinda, else underneath. We kind of left
1: that to Emmett and Darius Days, but it's not like you have. That's not like a ton of help behind you.
0: Well, and I like, I like the fact that I'm hearing that you're going to do a lot of zone this year. Um, some matchup oh, zone. That? It, that's what I've heard is a little bit of matchup zone.
1: Oh, like the Syracuse kind of principles. Type or thing. I've or heard
0: that. Like, um, like a matchup zone where you you may have. Um, you may have like a uh, a diamond and or uh, I'm sorry triangle and two or triangle a box two, okay. and one stuff okay. like that. And back, way back when in the Dale Brown days, um, they when they did the freak defense is what they right. called it. But all it was was a it was a matchup zone. And on some occasions, when they went to one side of the court, um, it was a zone, and then when they went to the other side of the court, it was a man and people could not figure it out. And so whenever they rotated the ball around, all of a sudden the defense changed. So there's a lot of things you could do with the zone to kind of mix it up and kind of just fool people, um, just create havoc. That's what I want to see is just like, I want to see just balls out on defense because offensively, man, you're just freaking stacked. I mean, Javante smart, Trenton Watford, Darius Days, Cam Thomas is a surefire scorer.
1: I think, along with depth on this team, uh, it hu- to, and along with depth and size on this team, a big difference from this year and last year sounds like it's going to be leadership.
0: Sure, absolutely. That's something
1: that Coach Wade keeps talking about how the like culture this year just seems so much different than it did last year. Yeah. And granted, we just went through a football season where, for the whole offseason, a coach blow, blew smoke up our ass. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I kind of
0: basketball preview, basketball preview. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> I think Will Wade, um, the way he described it, so they break their leadership into like pods. Yeah. And so there's Darius Days, Javante Smart, and Trenton Watford, and those three have like groups. Mm-hmm. And Will Wade it w- said – Which,
0: first of all, it's great because those three guys have all went yeah, to – those are the, the oldest. The, yeah. the uh, draft. Right. Um, yeah, that too.
1: They, Will Wade always says that uh, when guys go to that, they come back a lot more focused. For, for sure. It can't,
0: um, it can't help. I mean, it, yeah. you're, you're so much more guided than so what,
1: what you need to do. You learn so much about what you need to improve on. Correct. Um, and so they break out into these pods, and they all have – so Javante Smart has a group of guys that he makes sure they're all on top of their shit. Mm-hmm. And Will Wade said that last year they would get – like he would get like eight, seven or eight emails a week about guys uh, being late from – Or being late or just being absent from classes, Mm -hmm. and this year now that they have their little pods and like they have a lot more accountability on the team, he's getting maybe one a week. Wow, that's Um, good. Just minor example of the kind of leadership that's going on.
0: They shut the shit down before it gets too far, right? Uh, I mean, that's big, man. Like it reminds you a little bit of what was going on in twenty nineteen LSU football. But all right, so. After those three guys, I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at a lot of defense. Is what I'm looking at. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I got Cam Thomas. So Cam Thomas is just a surefire fire scorer. Yeah. Um, we and don't know I anything
1: think, about his defense yet.
0: I don't know anything about his defense, but I think he's going to fit in so well with, um, with Smart Watford and Days. I yeah. mean, he's he's a, if he's a slasher scorer, he can shoot from the outside. Um, but then you combine him with two guys that I freaking love uh josh leblanc who is we haven't seen him a lot either but i saw him in high school Uh, but i know i know his defensive prowess he's
1: probably the best defender on the team
0: and one of my favorite guys on this whole freaking team charles manning jr
1: also might be the best defender on the team oh my (laughs)
0: god just can't wait to see this guy again uh i mean that was one of the biggest blows to the team last year was him getting hurt um yeah i can't wait to see him um just guarding the perimeter. I want to see. I, you know, that was one of our problems last year was guarding the perimeter. Um, they yeah. they had a lot of they had a lot of issues. I think year. I think we were um, I think it was a man to man problem where you know you get you get high screens at the top and they were they were going underneath the screens a lot of times and right and I think and there was a lot go- of confusion. Well, they, of they were where going
1: underneath. We've talked about this. They were going underneath the screens because. If they got beat to the inside, yeah, there's nobody beat, there. There's nobody there to, to help them out. Yep, absolutely. So we were giving up so many open threes, and that's why teams had such a high three point percentage on us.
0: Um, I and it, another thing with that, I'd like to see a little bit more half court press, and I think you're going to yeah. see a lot of that stuff. I think you're going to see such a mo- multiple yeah. defense now that we're so deep. Um, another,
1: another guy that Will Wade has said plays really good defenses, uh, which I wouldn't have expected, is Jalen Cook. Yes. He said he's like an on-ball like hound.
0: It sounds like Jalen Cook and Eric uh, Gaines are both defensive studs as freshmen.
1: I, I could see a situation where Jalen Cook is playing like fifteen to twenty minutes a game, and is giving us really really good minutes off the bench.
0: Yeah, and, and when Smart comes back in, Smart could be your off guard while Jalen Cook's playing. Play. Yeah, yeah, um, that's
1: something I'm really interested to see. Is who is the like. The, who is our best distributor on mm-hmm. this team? I don't yeah. know. I really don't know who that was. Well, be. I saw I you Javante.
0: And you had a really good point. I saw it on a Facebook post that we you did where yeah. you, you'd you like to see more like six to seven assists a game out of a smart. Right. And more of that facilitator and knowing that he doesn't have to score. And he didn't have to be the guy that holds the ball and chucks it up with like two seconds left on the shot clock.
1: Right. Because you look at the past couple of years, he's had Skyler and Tremont right next to him. Right. Uh, now this year on this, in our starting lineup, he's really the only guy who can play the one. Yeah. So I, I would be interested to see what he can do uh, as the only distributor really on the offense.
0: What do you think about, um, and I have i don't know if I've heard this before, but a guy like, like Trenton Watford bringing the ball up.
1: Trenton Watford bringing the ball up. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think I d- think I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, a good ball handler. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like bringing the ball up kind of is irrelevant sometimes in certain offenses, depending on how you let them play. Uh, like if Will Wade's just gonna kind of let them be I, I, free and it would do have whatever, to be like a man, like, like a, a man to man. Because like Anthony Davis, I've compared him to Anthony Davis before. Anthony Davis took the ball up for the Pelicans right. sometimes.
0: I, I even think of it like a Scottie Pippen role, yeah, where sure. you know you got a guy who can really handle the ball and he moves it up the, the floor, but it keeps your guards free Yeah. Uh, to kind of move around right. on the other side of the court. Uh, and, and, it's just it's just another option. I,
1: I do think we're gonna he's gonna be a lot more relaxed with how he lets them play the offense, and mm-hmm. I think because one thing he was he was saying was that. Uh, best thing he, he heard this from like a high school coach or something who told him like the best thing I can do as a coach is stay out of the way yeah and I think he's going to do a lot about this year
0: so and going back to the two guys that I gushed about a second ago with Josh Blond Charles Manning Jr. is Josh Blond is a junior and Charles Manning is a senior um, that leadership right there too tough guys play good defense, yep. but they're also your your uh, upperclassmen. I think that says a lot, too. But also, you have Javante Smart's a junior, Darius Days is a junior. you got a got a lot older guys than I'm used to seeing on this team now. Yep. Um, and it just it just makes me feel all gooey inside. Yeah. All right, so let's <laughs> talk about the bigs.
1: And even some of your new guys, uh, speaking of the big, I was about to say, uh, even some of the new guys like Sharif O'Neal and mm-hmm. Brian Penn Johnson, they've – They've, they've been around been, they've been in college for a year yeah
0: one was at washington one was at ucla I right mean, they, they've been in big programs right um and so yeah brian penn johnson seven foot 260 i mean that just that's the body that we need down low and then um, the other
1: guy josh gray i mean he looks yeah. like he's 50
0: he's 6 two fifty five. 255 he's 35 years old <laughs> uh he's a true freshman out of brooklyn <laughs> I think uh, he's actually
1: eighteen, but I mean, he looks like he's at least twenty it, years old. And age.
0: Sharif O'Neal, he's 6'10, 225, so he's the smaller of the three. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got good length, though. I've seen Sharif O'Neal play a lot, um, especially when he he was younger in high he, school. He has um,
1: like some guard skills.
0: Yeah, he. I mean, he, he's he he, he can looks, shoot a little bit. Yeah, I think he's more of a. I don't think he's going to be your guy that's going to post people up down. He reminds low.
1: me more of like a. Uh, I guess maybe it's not a perfect comparison, but I was going to say like a Trenton Watford ish type of guy. Now he here, here's without I, the post. And
0: this is before he even went to UCLA. The word on Sharif O'Neill was that he was soft down low. Um, I mean,
1: you look at him; he's so skinny.
0: He is, and but I, I just don't think he likes to play down low and be like physical guy. Thing, right? Uh, I think he's a bouncy guy who could probably you know. Create some havoc on the on like defensive rebounding and stuff like that. Actually,
1: you know who uh, offensive rebounding compared him to was Aaron Epps. I thought that was a pretty spot ah, yeah. on. I think comparison. that's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He who you can Aaron Epps was awesome. A big guy who you can bring out, bring out high. Mm-hmm. He can knock down a jumper. Right. I think that's perfect. Um, right. I think the dirty work is going to be Brian Penn Johnson and Josh Gray. And I like having two of them and not just one of them. Yeah. You know, when we had Bigby Williams, man, that was it. Like we yeah. had Nas Reed, but you didn't want Nas being the the main guy down there. Right. But you it, wanted Bigby Williams to be the the dirty guy down there. Yeah. But after him, it was like, oh, well, I don't. We don't want Nas to be like. We don't need Nas to get in foul trouble. Yeah. Um, Although
1: Nas could have played the five. It
0: could have. But I didn't. Did, dude, he was big. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a big body too. And he was
1: a willing defender.
0: But I think what what helped Nas Reed out so much was having that other guy. Yeah, um, I agree. So in this case. Nas Reed, in my example here is Darius Days or oh, really? Trent Wofford. Oh, yeah, either one. I feel yeah. like they're both interchangeable yeah. with that role. But you have the other guy, like a Brian Penn Johnson, who can take up the dirty work. And if he gets in foul trouble, then you can bring Josh Gray in. Yeah. And they could just rotate in and out. I don't mm. know how. I don't know how well Josh Gray is right now as a f- true freshman. Yeah. Um. And I don't know anything much more about Brian Penn Johnson other than he played at Washington and he. Um, he has a good body. Th- the only know? thing
1: I've heard from Will Wade is someone asked Will Wade about Brian Penn Johnson and asked if he was comparable to Cavell. Okay. And he said, no, he's really not. So that's all I know. He didn't he's elaborate. Not, <laughs> <he's not laughs> that's all, all I know is that he's not like Cavell. Like, he's not he's British.
0: Like, okay, we got it. Yeah,
1: that's That's about it.
0: Okay, so a uh, guy we hadn't talked about was Milani Wilkinson. We did talk about him a little bit earlier, but um, high flyer, yeah. 6'5", uh, 215. But yeah, I, I've already mentioned Marlon Taylor. He's a kind of, a, he's a little bigger than Marlon Taylor, really. maybe an inch taller. Yeah. yeah. Um, I here's what I love about these some of these freshmen. Um, the, he's oh, from yeah. Bishop Gorman yeah. in Las Vegas. Uh, that's just a great high school basketball program. Bishop, any anybody, any sport at Bishop Gorman is going to be um, a big-time...
1: Right, and um, then Cam Thomas went to Oak Hill.
0: Yeah, Cam Thomas, Oak all Hill. All these guys were
1: playing in serious high school basketball That's games.
0: right. Um, th- yeah, they all come from, like, big-time places. I know we were getting guys from IMG before and things like that. Uh, Derry Stays came from IMG. Um, so, yeah, we get guys from some of these big-time programs. Right. So they... The transition from the high school level to the college level isn't as severe for some of these guys because they were already in like a, a big-time program like Bishop Gorman travels all over the country yeah. to go play go play teams. so right. Mountain Verde same thing like yeah. they they it's all, all go schools, all over the place right. um, but it, from what I've seen of Mawani Wilkinson is high flyer heads above the rim kind of guy yeah. just cre- like again another guy that can create havoc especially like offensive rebounds is what I'm thinking of yeah, stuff Saw a like couple
1: that. couple clips from him on boot up tv yeah like the, tomahawking yeah i mean just some crazy alley-oop <laughs> dunks. so i'm like right. i mean that's just exactly Dude, what marlon I taylor just, looked like last year so
0: man i'm just so excited about this yeah. um so yeah jalen cook freshman from walker we we've kind of known about him for a long time just because of walker but might,
1: might be the uh outside of cam thomas might be the best shooter on the team
0: really yeah so i've heard so much about jalen cook and brian thomas from walker for years I mean, year like okay. freshman year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. I think it was Jalen Cook was a freshman, and Brian Thomas was an eighth grader, and they were already like on uh-huh. the varsity football team, <laughs> and like it was like, That's oh my hard. god, I
1: forget Jalen Cook was a really good football player.
0: Yeah, and they were like, okay, Jalen Cook is really good. He's a great wide receiver. And they were always like, but just wait, this Brian Thomas kid, yeah, he's gonna be really <laughs> good. <And laughs> I know a guy, a couple of guys uh, over at the Walker program that oh, yeah. always would talk about that. But uh, yeah, I mean he. A shorter guard, but he's got a good body to him. Um, but, yeah, defensive, uh, can shoot. He can score as a point guard, but he can also facilitate. I mean, I I just thought – I thought the writing was on the wall for a guy like Javante Smart to leave the program because Jalen Cook was going to step right into the point guard role. Um, but it didn't happen, and I'm actually glad it didn't because, man, these guys – these guys needed to see a year like this, and it, I, I'm hoping well, this kind of shows uh, LSU basketball, like in the future, like this is what happens when a couple of you guys stick around, yeah, um, and you yeah. don't all leave because now you're loaded. Well, and what it
1: reminds me of for Jalen Cook is Javante Smart's situation, mm-hmm. where we thought uh, there Trinning. was a chance, I mean, uh, Tremont, Tremont. Might, we thought there was a chance he might leave. And then Javante would just kind of fill right in. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, but Tr- Tremont stayed. Javante had some time to you know develop. And then towards the end of the year, you know Tremont comes out. He, he has Hurt. the flu in the Tennessee game. Right. And Javante comes in and puts him up thirty. Yep. You know, I mean, like he was ready to go at the end of the year. I think that same type of thing could happen for Jalen Cook.
0: Nah, that would be great. Um,
1: and for a guy like Eric
0: Gaines too. Yeah, so is Eric Gaines more of a point guard? Is he going to be more like an off guard? Is that kind of what you're thinking?
1: I, yeah, he seems like he's kind of a slasher type guy.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Um,
1: man. The more I watch him, the more I think of Kyra, the Kyra Lewis guy that we that the Pelicans just drafted.
0: Mm-hmm. Because of his hair.
1: Because, exactly.
0: Um, all right, so here's another thing that I love. And this is kind of going way back. Whenever you would see um, NCAA tournament teams make runs in the tournament and things like that. A lot of times is because they had such good guard depth, and a couple and some guards got hot. Oh, I'm sorry, which teams? NCAA tournament teams, oh, just, just in general. Yeah. Um, so, what I love about this team is you got a guy like Javante Smart, Jalen Cook. Um, I'm not even counting Andre Hyde. I don't even call him a guard. Uh, Charles Manning. I don't really call a guard either. Uh, to me, he's like a forward. But Cam Thomas, Charles Eric Manning? Gaines. Yeah, I think Charles Manning more like a f- uh, small forward. I I just I know the role that he's in, like just feels more like a a forward. But what I like is you got scores at the other four guards that I'm counting. Those are scores. And these are all guys who can can um, take over games uh, when you need them in the tournament. Uh, Like, say, say you end up playing a team in the tournament and they lock him down down low. You still got guys on the outside who can create their own shot. Who can make make shots from the outside, and I think that's what you need that to like win the next game in the tournament. Sometimes, right. um, just to kind of get to the next level. Uh, Michigan State is a great example. Uh, we had we had bigs like crazy against Michigan State. We had you know had Nas Reed, and they they end up having these guys. Michigan State is a perennial team that always has these guys who can lock people up down low. Uh, I remember ninety nine two thousand. We go to the we had Stromile Miles Swift. We had Jabari Smith. We were just talking about them before we came on this. But we ended up playing Wisconsin. Wisconsin had all these big, tall, white guys who mm-hmm. just locked us down. Right. And, they, and the refs weren't
1: calling fouls that day all these frank kaminsky's basically sam uh,
0: they're all 610 mm-hmm. 250 and they would interchange them at every time out uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. and they were just they were foul crazy but the refs weren't calling anything that day and we ended up losing because we were a big heavy we didn't have guys who could just create their own shot from yeah. the outside and bail you out um, this is what we have this year we have guys who can bail you out on on different shots especially if the shot clock's going down low I, sure. that's what i really love about this is that you are completely balanced on both sides now yeah where in the past like last year we had good guards and we had we had some good forwards but we had nothing down low nothing. other than that nothing so i mean you can get you, you can get out of hand
1: we had a bunch of guys that probably would have preferred to be playing in the wing except for exactly emmett williams who's only 6'6". Six, six. Exactly. He so, was
0: forced to be there. And I right. always felt bad for Emmett Williams. Like, Well, but
1: Emmett Williams prefers to play in the post. <sighs> yeah. But, but he's only 6'6". Six, six.
0: How much better would that have helped Emmett Williams' draft stock if he would have had, like, um, Nas Reed still there? People yeah. like that. You know, that's what I've always thought of, right. is, like, that, that one guy who could just sustain – the the program by staying one more right. year. And we've talked about Nas Reed in the past. We've talked about Tremont Waters sticking around. just yeah. because, you know, where, where are you at now? Like, yeah, um, just what? If, what if we took another year and you you helped your draft stock another way? Yeah. Uh, Trending Watford is a great example of that. I, you made the perfect decision to come back. Um, just super excited about what they're going to do this year with bigs on this on the roster. I'm just hoping these bigs are going to pan out for you. Um, Let's talk about the uh, schedule because it just got released. Right. And um, so we're starting off tomorrow. So uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. And so Thanksgiving night, 6 o'clock. SIU Edwardsville. We don't right. know anything about them, obviously. It's a great
1: chance to uh, to beat the shit out of somebody and feel really good about the team in the opening game.
0: So, and then tonight, Saint L- they're playing at St. Louis. St. Louis is actually playing SIU um, tonight uh, on Wednesday night. So, we're going to watch that tonight, too. And kind of, uh, I'm sure it'll be on ESPN Plus, like it's all these games are. Tipping
1: off in 15 minutes from right now. Okay.
0: So. And then... Um, Two nights later on Saturday, or two days later on Saturday, Saturday at 2 o'clock, two o'clock right. we play St. Louis. Um, yeah. So that'll be the first big test. St. Louis, uh, have you, did Saint you Louis see what they were at last year? Because they've always been they really were, good. They had a
1: good team. I can't remember where they finished, what their record ended up being. But uh, I know they they had a good team last year. I know they were going to be like a 5 or a 6 seed in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going through some of the CBS rankings, and they, they do like a full – 357 team ranking, right? And uh, SIU was 343rd right. out of 357. Yeah, and St. Louis was uh, I think 31, or something okay. like that. And yeah. I think they're they're right behind us in the AP poll, actually. So um, that, that should be a quad one opportunity, right? Absolutely. Here. And right you right know you game. know how
0: Will Wade is. He's a genius with yeah. with figuring out the RPI. Um, so all right. So then we come back home. Um, so we scheduled Southeastern uh on right. november 30th that's just, on a Monday they're night.
1: they're just a little bit above siu sure on the five, three, five 357 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, i'm surprised southeastern's even playing um really? this year yeah football they like, canceled oh, yeah, um that's right. I, I, their athletic department i'm sure is not doing very well You're just trying um, to scrape out the pennies out this there? could be the, one of the reasons why we scheduled them was to help them out yeah, too, financially gotcha. um Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech is not a bad basketball team. Don't
1: know anything about them, though.
0: Um, from all I remember, and it's more about just just watching some of these games last year, is they can score. Uh, Louisiana I do Tech
1: remember. Can. I, we played them a couple years ago, and they, they almost scored 80 on us or something.
0: So, um, who's the coach at Florida? Uh, Florida, white, Pat, white. Pat, Pat White. Pat White? Pat White? No. Sean something, White? Some, something White. He was the coach at Louisiana Tech before he took the Florida job. Um, and that coach the assistant coach stayed on. And so that's still kind of like the system that they run at Louisiana tech and Mm. they're really up and up and down, like high flying. Um, so I do know they score a lot of points. Um, let's see. So. Uh, Sean, why does
1: the snowboarder
0: you got South Florida in Atlanta? Um, that should be, we should be able to win that UNO North Texas. And then, VCU comes to Baton Rouge. That'll um, be a fun one. December 22nd, and that's before you get into SEC play. Um, I know Will Wade is going to be ready for that.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that's actually – I think VCU is supposed to be a little bit down this year. Great. Just based on what I'm reading, I think we might beat the hell out of them.
0: I think I'd think still be at a quad one, I would assume. Maybe, maybe. Um, That was a tough, a tough game last year. Yeah. I remember watching, but – um, I'm glad yeah, that was tough. I'm glad we got a home and home. So, um, all right. So let's talk about sec.
1: Yeah.
0: We start off with Texas A&M. Yeah. <coughs> and we were just talking to some Texas A&M guys last night about the football, um, you know, side of things, but they were asking us about basketball and we've, we were talking to them about Buzz Williams. Right. Um, that's a tough a tough team yeah. uh, just because they play, hard. They play um, hard and
1: they're recruiting a little bit better. They're starting to recruit a little bit better with Buzz Williams.
0: Yeah, right? absolutely. I, I think it's probably still a couple of years away for those guys, but yeah, um, it's, I don't think that's a team that you can take lightly anymore. Like you probably could last year, or the year before. Um, but then we, we go right to Gainesville for Florida, right, right after that. Right.
1: And um, Florida is supposed to be a really good team this year.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I think they're always going to be a good team yeah. um, for the next couple of years. Mike, Geor-
1: Mike White, by the way.
0: Mike White, that's right. Um, Georgia, that's uh, Tom Crean. Tom Crean, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're. I don't know any after of Anthony Edwards team. left. I don't think they got anything. I so. know they
1: had some pretty good players around him last year that stayed, but mm-hmm. I that's <laughs> I don't know any of their names. I don't so know. They, I don't know who they, must they have. Not have been that good. I guess
0: uh, Missouri. What do you know about Missouri? Nothing, I know I don't, nothing. I don't think I know anything either. Right. Um, their coach is he. He's a tough coach too. Mm. Um, I forget, he used to coach at Tennessee, then he left and he went to Purdue, and then he went to mm. Missouri. That's great. I Forget his name. <laughs> um, Arkansas. I do know Arkansas <laughs> is right. supposed to be Muscle pretty man. good. Muscleman. Muscleman. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know any of their players, but I mean they the
0: have they got a lot of good recruits in. Right. Uh, I know Muscleman probably yeah and muscleman recruited very well um i've seen some uh rankings for sec where you'll, you'll have uh kentucky tennessee and then some will have lsu three and then i've seen some that have arkansas three and lsu four so i think lsu and arkansas could be a close um a close comparison, a little bit with new guys coming in. Apparently, okay. Um, I don't know too much more about the rosters that they have, but yeah. um, all right, South Carolina. I know they're going to play hard.
1: Right. Uh, what's the name of their coach? I always forget his uh, name. Frank. Frank. Um, Martin. Like Martin. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Frank Martin used to be a another one of those uh, hard-playing teams. He yeah. used to be like the biggest asshole. He
1: was at uh, Kansas State.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he used to coach at like this high school in Miami, and apparently it was like a big-time high school and would cuss out people all the time and then love he went to Kansas state and he was like cussing players out and that. now he's come back to South Carolina and he's like a little bit more a little bit more hearted. soft. Yeah. hearted now. Yeah. Um all right, so Alabama, uh I know they're going to be good. Right. Uh they they they're recruiting at a high level.
1: I love their coach, uh the guy from Buffalo. Yeah. Jeez, oh, I can't remember. That was his a name guy either.
0: that we we were talking about a few years ago. Well, uh, no, maybe not. I, I was thinking think so. about him with Wade mm-hmm. whenever we no, got. No, he Wade. wasn't.
1: He wasn't really coming it, up at the same time. No,
0: I think what it was is when Wade was in trouble, we were talking about who could we get. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so he came up. He came up with that. All right, then you have Kentucky. We go to rep Rupp, uh January twenty third. Kentucky's going to be stacked as usual. Yeah, I
1: don't know any of their players, but they're going to be loaded.
0: B.J. Boston, I think, is one of their big. I mean, they had two guys in the top three. Gotcha. Um, that went to Kentucky, of course, Jesus. every year. Um, all right, then they have A&M again where we go to College Station. But then get the SEC Big 12 Challenge. You got Texas Tech right? coming we to Baton to Rouge. We get
1: to play in it this year.
0: That's right. Um, We're finally good enough to play in the SEC Big 12 ch- uh, Challenge.
1: Yeah, I don't know why we didn't get to play in it last year, but whatever. Uh Texas Tech's gonna be good this year. They always are. And yeah, I love their coach too. Man, we play against a lot of good coaches. Yeah, this we year. do. The and SEC it, is getting loaded. With exactly.
0: You remember? Remember a few years ago when the SEC was thought of being like a really down conference, and and it, it was like a cycle, and it was. We yeah. were really good, like in the '90s and stuff, and then we went down in the 2000s mm-hmm. a little bit, and now we're back up again. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 all about the coaches. Like, we
1: had, SC had its moments in the early 2000s. Yeah, I
0: think it was more of Florida, how much how Arkansas. much money are we putting towards these programs? And like, uh, once once these athletic directors started spending more money into the athletic into the college basketball area, then boom, all of a sudden we get. Big-time coaches. You get um, who's the coach at Mississippi State um, who was at UCLA before that? Like, that, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, those guys who come over mm-hmm. that are huge – big-time coaches. Yeah. Um, ben Hallen. Uh, yeah. So, um, also, you got, uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, uh, Rick, Rick Barnes. Barnes. Yeah, Kermit um, Davis Kermit at Davis, Ole Miss. Bruce Pearl. freaking Pearl. Tom Crean. Uh, Tom Crean, yeah. So, I mean, you got all these guys coming in um, –
1: Vanderbilt just got that. Uh,
0: Eric Musselman, yeah, um, Musselman.
1: What's the guy? What's the coach at Vanderbilt? I don't know. Former player. He Not the guy player.
0: who got fired, huh? No. The uh, guy at uh, Vanderbilt. Oh, just you're hired talking him. about, uh, yeah, um, yeah Jerry know. Stackhouse.
1: Stackhouse, yeah, right.
0: So anyway, that that kind of shows you a little bit of with the schedule. So also, um. Due to COVID, it is going to be a crazy year this year. Obviously, like I think you're going to have a lot of rescheduling games this year. Um, one yeah. thing come up, and then all of a sudden, everything's going to get switched right, around. Right,
1: because you think about basketball. I mean, like you don't have as many players. So if you only one have one guy, if you have just a couple, if, yeah, or if you just have one what? guy that gets COVID, and then you have three guys four, for contact four tracing, four contact tracing, you got
0: to cancel the game. Exactly. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of moving around this year for college basketball, but then I like the decision to automatically just say, okay, we're going to do the tournament this year and it's going to be in a bubble. Yeah. I think, I think there's still some rules to be thought of with that. uh, I I can guarantee. I could see like, okay, you're in the bubble and then say one team um, has COVID and they can't play and they're just going to have to forfeit. I could see that Mm. easily happening. Like, I know it sucks, bro. But unless you're in like the, Lead eight. I bet you they would make concessions and stuff like that. They would. They would to reschedule things. Uh Um, But at some point you got to play,
1: right? But I mean, I think we saw with the NBA bubble that like the bubbles work. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, it's almost flawless.
0: Yeah, Uh, I agree.
1: So I I think if they did do that, it would it would run very smoothly. Yeah. Um, and what what better state to do it than in Indiana? That's where they're gonna. That's where they're thinking about doing it. I think
0: that's great. Are they gonna have multiple? so I, I guess you would have venues, would arenas, have, uh, uh, mean?
1: the Pacers facility. Yeah. You'd have uh, uh, Lucas Oil. Luke's oil. Uh, Butler. Um, right. Um,
0: that's the f- a field house. Butler Field House is what it's called. That's where the... Um, I, dude, is.
1: freaking Indianapolis. I'm sure there's that's where more places they could That's play.
0: where Hoosiers was filmed. was at oh, the really? Butler Field House. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool as hell. I know. So it's pretty... It's like legendary or whatever. Huh. Um, well, oh, good, Yeah, that would be a perfect place to buy. So... I think I think it's going to be a very exciting year. Um, yeah. I as far as record goes, I haven't broke it down that far, but I mean, I'm SEC, thinking this is like
1: a six or seven loss team. Okay. This LSU team. That's Man. that's where I'm at. That's not real. I mean, that's assuming we play a 30 game schedule.
0: I I just want to come out of the I like I want to come out I of the preseason though. I want to come out of the preseason with one loss, if we have any. I want to come out rolling. Uh, I, I feel like we we've, we've don't ever do that as a, uh, as yeah, a basketball program. Yeah, it usually program. takes a little bit. Yeah, you, we usually get, like, a couple losses that we we're, weren't supposed stupid to have. Stupid losses, right. Yeah, and then we ended up getting hot later like on. even in
1: 2019, we lost a couple stupid games. I know. Like th- We lost, like, like, that Houston game that was dumb. But
0: then, like, a team like Arkansas come out, like, undefeated, in the, and right. then they're in the SEC play, but we all know they're not as good. Right. I well, want to do that.
1: Schedule, they don't schedule anyone in the uh, non-conference usually. Arkansas is always playing like a bunch of cupcakes.
0: Yeah, but I just want to. I want to have my record like legit yeah. going into SEC play, right? And because all that's going to do is just build your confidence. Yeah. Um, and just start rolling. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping we're better than. I'm hoping we're better than. I want to see like a five loss team.
1: I, I can't wait for the St. Louis game, dude. Like that's going to be. We're going to find out very quickly how, how good we this How many t- games this we
0: got is. scheduled here? So, we had 18 conference games. 29. 20 20 29? Okay. 29, I think. So, you're saying like a 22 and 7 situation or something like that? I'm, I'm,
1: well, I don't really, really want to get locked in on like a number, but I think we're going to win 75 to 80% of our games. Right. Something right. like that, regardless of how many games we play. Although I guess it depends on which games get cancelled and stuff. I mean you never know.
0: But I would just love like a twenty five and four, like
1: Yeah, I don't think that's out of the question. I mean that would <sighs> only be like two losses off. That, from that would now.
0: remind me of like the two thousand six team a little bit where we would just we were just rolling teams. Right. Um, what was our
1: record in uh twenty nineteen? we had like six losses.
0: Yeah, it was like six. Yeah. Same in uh two thousand, it was the same was similar as well. Okay. Where it was like you had like we'd lose a game to like what Vanderbilt was, when we seed shouldn't was have that lost. Two thousand team. The two thousand team was a four. Four seed. A four seed because we beat Texas, which was a five seed, um, mm. to get to the um, Sweet Sixteen. Sweet Sixteen, yeah. And then we lost the Wisconsin. Gotcha. All the white guys. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's our basketball preview. Um, we're gonna wrap it up a little bit. Um, We'll say this um, we had a big loss in the community today with Ruffin and Rodri yeah. uh, owner of Rufino's and I actually talked to Brandon Lejean at courtesy Buick GMC it called me earlier and um, you know Rufino's had a had a restaurant in Lafayette as well. Oh, so yeah, and at River Ranch. It was like a big time restaurant over there too. So he oh, was okay. like, Man, I can't believe like everybody I think that heard the news today is in complete shock.
1: Yeah, that was tough to wake up to.
0: Dude, that's really bad. Yeah. Um, so I know heart heart goes out to, to everybody in the Rafinos family. I know people that have worked there in the past that I work with now too, and I know they're heartbroken. When I heard the news, I reached out to a lot of people that I knew as well. Um, I know guarantee radio all those guys are broken up i'm sure so um you guys uh, say a prayer for those guys tonight um and again we will be back um again with another football episode uh next week um, yeah. But look for us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter is One Team One Pod. Uh, we're still in Texas A&M Aggie Hate Week mode, guys. Oh, yeah. So uh, reach out to us. Uh, let us know what kind of memories you want to see, and we'll throw them up there. Uh, but we're also in basketball mode, guys. Basketball starts tomorrow. We are going yeah. to start putting out some highlights for some basketball packages yeah. starting tonight. Jack's got a whole – he's got a notebook right in front of him right now. <laughs> he's got a whole bunch of stuff written down. Um and right. we
1: got to mention this. Yeah. Uh, Nick Saban got COVID.
0: Nick Saban has got COVID, guys. It so can't. Today's any- Wednesday. Yeah.
1: Today is the uh, November 25th. We have 10 days from now until we'll be playing Alabama. Because, I mean, like this isn't breaking news at this point. But I'm waiting for you to press the button. There you go. <laughs> <Breaking news. laughs> this isn't breaking news at this point, but. Um, Nick we're, Saban. we're playing Alabama on December. 5th.
0: What what does Nick Saban have? He has COVID. Corona Yeah, he's got the corona. <laughs>
1: he got that cocoa.
0: And it's not a uh, it's not a false positive. Did no, we find that they, out yet?
1: Alabama has said that they're not treating it as a false positive. They're just going to do he it. He will I heard he
0: actually it. had some symptoms. Mild. Yeah, he has mild symptoms. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so so ten, he,
1: ten days from now is the LSU game against Alabama.
0: How can that possibly be then? Like he can't possibly coach then, right? What do you mean? Like why? How would he be able to even
1: coach the LSU game? That's what I'm saying. That's my point here. Okay. I don't see how he's going to be able to. So be ready to coach in that game. So instead of sixty
0: to nothing, we're talking about fifty to nothing. I
1: I would. I mean, (laughs) come on. Fifty to like fourteen.
0: We showed (laughs) you what the goat was last year when we beat y'all fifty to seven.
1: Let's go. Relax, Relax big boy. One one team One Podcast? One Team One Podcast? Yeah, they did yeah. a really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One Team One Team Podcast. One Team One One Team One